Um, anyways, I was gonna talk about Trigun. Yeah. Yeah, Trigun. Um, yeah, what's it about? I actually I keep hearing about Trigun. Trigun. I don't it's know about a guy. About it. It's about a guy with a gun named Trigun. John Trigun, and he shoots people. John Trigun. He shoots it's, people. It's, it's kind of like Blood Meridian, but anime. <laughs> It's a. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Oh, imagine. This is something that'll get you to watch Trigun. It is Blood Meridian, except imagine the kid is the most wholesome, upstanding, wonderful, righteous person literally in the world. Just nobody oh. else even compares. No, Trigun's one of those shows where, like, I know I should watch Trigun. But it's just like it's on my radar, and that's probably all it you know will ever be. Instead of watching it, you should read it because the anime doesn't even cover like a fourth of the manga. The anime I can't covers, read like, it, Matt. Why not? Because I'm reading Tokyo Ghoul again. Oh no! That's so For like the fifth time. So sad. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, For like the fifth time. Continue. Again. Yeah, Trigun Continue. is really good. It's like the Full Metal Alchemist to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood that Trigun Stampede kind of is, but not really. Steep Stampede is also weird. What? Um, I've explained that. I've Sean. explained the Full Metal Alchemist to Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood thing to you, Sean. Oh no, I get that. I just don't know which one is Stampede. Is Stampede, Stampede Brotherhood? Stampede is a new one. one. Stampede yeah, is a new one. Brotherhood. Um, it but also is not entirely they, manga accurate, to be honest. They they, they also turned the the protagonist into a to a to an e boy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and he's more of a. I can't say he's a hunk. He's like a twunk in the anime. A twunk. He's got funny hair, but he's also ripped as fuck. But um, what was I gonna what say? Your favorite traits in a man. Oh well, the, yeah. I, you know, I'll post. I'll post a picture comparison. Yeah, just Vash. look up Vash from Trigun nineteen ninety. Uh, I got. I know. I know. I'm. I'm I gotta I'm say for the audience. Dick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My pops. Oh, Dick. Well, I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm sorry. Dick? Dick? I'm, I'm Dick. sorry. Yeah, this is what Vash looks like in Trigun, and this is what Vash looks like in Stampede. They like turned they like they, they like e boy the shit out of him. They did e boy the shit out of him. I like both of the designs though. I, I actually maybe maybe I'm just fucked up brain rot, but I do really like the new Vash design. I like it too. I think I prefer the old one a little bit because it's got kind of that that feeling to it, but I like the bigger glasses on the second one. What I like about the mm -hmm. old Vash is specifically the fact that it just feels right in that um, world. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. You can kind of get an idea for the world just from, look at, from looking at him, which I think is a really uh, a great sign of a good design. Just wait until you see yeah. his, his, his signature Trigun. <laughs> it doesn't actually have a Trigun, funnily enough. He just has a revolver. Shut up, Matt. Shut up, Matt. Shut up. It just has a regular what? ass revolver. What? Look at um, the, this is the trigun of legend. No. You're telling me he doesn't have a trigun? It is a cool gun. It reminds me of the gun from Devil May Cry 4 that Nero has. You know what I'm saying? What's it called? I definitely know what Red it is. Red Queen is his sword. What is his, what is Nero's gun? Blue Rose? Remember. Maybe. Is it Blue Rose? 
I don't remember. I played Devil May Cry 3 on my Wii for 10 minutes when I was a kid. Devil May Cry 3, I don't think it's on the Wii, so I don't believe you. <laughs> it was one of them, at least. I, definitely I don't think Devil there's May any Cry game Devil May Cry game on the Wii. Okay, well, maybe I fabricated this memory. It might have been on my PS2. or game It was probably on your PS2, because it was on the PS2. That would make more sense. But, Devil May Cry 3 is the good one. So if you played Devil May Cry 3, I'd, I'd say good job because that's that one's did. good. I played it for 10 minutes. And I was, he sh- was, was he shirtless? I don't remember. I played it for 10 minutes and I got bored of it. That's fair. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? If you, if you got bored of it, it was probably Devil May Cry 2. Yeah. <laughs> that's possible. Did it have a I was also a dumb child who didn't understand. Fucking ass intro. Or was it boring? Dude, yeah, dude, Devil May Cry 3 is the coolest intro in all of gaming, so if you got bored from it, I would just shoot you in the head if I were your parent. You're so violent today. I am. Uh, it's just, one, so it's just one of those days! Oh, I had a really bad Taco Bell experience earlier, so I'm just angry. I'm just Next media, piece of media we're talking about is Taco Bell. He's still Go mad on. about a burrito he couldn't order yesterday from Chipotle. No, no, this is a different burrito that I ate today. <laughs> What's it about? I got, I got a... <laughs> what's it about i got the new <laughs> the steak and bacon grilled cheese burrito today from taco bell Ooh. yeah no it was not yeah. very good oh. damn the bacon i'm a very like texture focused person i don't like weird texture in my food like if i get a burrito i want my burrito to be like chewy you know what i mean I get you. You get that nice chewy, like tender steak in the burrito. That shit's bussin'. But the bacon was like the like really crispy, like fake bacon. Mm-hmm. So I'd get like a good like mouthful of like chewy steak and like rice and like sour cream, and then there'd just be one tiny little piece of bacon, and I'd be like, "Hmm, yummy!" And then I'd eat the bacon, and I'd go, "Ugh, fuck!" <laughs> I was so mad. I was. I was so fucking angry. And then, um, like, the regular grilled cheese burrito is really good. I will say that. It's bussin'. But uh, the fucking grilled cheese, or the the bacon and steak one was not very good. That's a shame. I was so angry. I went feral, dare I say. And you hit multiple people with your car and shot multiple people and also shot yourself yeah well it's it's really busy you know how driving in florida goes you always hit people with your car in florida that's just how it is the roads are insane if you get hit it was like it's kind of natural selection at that point oh sean do you want to go to the mcdonald's in orlando that has spaghetti and pizza (laughs) what (laughs) spaghetti and pizza why does it have why because it has stuff from the international menu, and, and there's an there's an international McDonald's somewhere in some country that serves spaghetti and pizza, and so okay. this one in Orlando yeah, has it. I do it. want to go to that. That's cool. <laughs> I do kind of want the mix McGetty. Yeah, the, the mix spaghetti. That's what it's called. You can Google it. I'm not making it up. Oh my gosh, I believe you instantly. To be honest, that is hilarious. I'm so down. Tell us, Sean, about something that you have enjoyed as of late. Yeah, Jake you get to talk now. Over, overstaying uh, our minds. Uh, I'm good. You good? <laughs> you no, good. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fuck you. I don't want to. <laughs> no, no, I don't want to. <laughs> End the podcast. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm going to take us in a completely different direction. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about Danganronpa V3. 
Oh, so, yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to the Virgin Cast. Um, okay. Today we're going to be talking about Danganronpa V3. Sorry, who's who's Vegeta's wife again? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what you said. <laughs> so it's, 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 you want to tell me more about Goku? Goku yeah, yeah, so Goku is he, Goku tell is. Tell me more about Beast Stars. Tell me more Goku, about Beast Stars. Goku is sent to Earth. Goku and One Piece. And- Goku is sent to Earth. <laughs> you don't get to say that because you're a One Piece fan. I also want to watch Beast Stars. So <laughs> Goku is a is a baby and he's sent to Earth to take it over, but then he gets um severe brain damage and loses all of his memory and becomes a oh, good guy. He's a baby. And he gets severe brain damage and he's a, he's and, a good guy. And he gets raped he's, by he's, his. Grandpa, but then he gets—he turns into a giant monkey and he kills his grandpa. Uh, and then he meets Bulma, and they go on an adventure to get the Dragon Balls. I'm gonna give you severe brain damage. <laughs> All right, Let's, why don't you talk about your Danganronpa Ace Attorney for Weeaboos? I will. I will. It go for it. Go for it. It's actually a really good description. Yeah, I know. Because it's crazy because Ace Attorney is already Ace Attorney for Weeaboos. Die. Uh, Danganronpa is Ace Attorney for uh, worse Weeaboos. For if you've gone too uh, for far. For Weeaboos who don't shower. <laughs> yeah, like me. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> the Danganronpa series is actually kind of similar to Ace Attorney in some ways. Uh, it's about, it's a detective uh, visual novel, very anime based. Um, it is pretty much anime. I actually first got into the series with the first Danganronpa well, by watching the anime, Danganronpa Trigger Happy Havoc. Uh, it's pretty shit, but I actually liked it a lot because I was a kid with no taste. Oh, what's uh, that one character? Junko? Junko Enoshima. Ju- her fucking English voice is the most infuriating thing I've ever heard in my life. I know yeah. what you're talking about. I watched it. Uh, oh I watched my god. Someone, we... So, can I tell a story before you continue? uh no just real quick okay i won't, go ahead. I won't. <laughs> no, go ahead. um so our good friend border from borderline panels um someone we did we do we did the bad panel idea panel panel with them i don't know yeah, I if you, you were there i didn't remember if you were or not he does a panel called anime and terrorism where he talks about anime terrorists and like analyzes them and talks about how they use um like the um the ways that t- real life terrorists cause like panic and change in the world and puts it to anime really? um, That's interesting. yeah he's like a like an ap like lit teacher so he's really? like yeah he's very good with that kind of like and like like plot analysis kind of about. stuff yeah but um i remember the first time we did it like we went to his panel and he had fucking junko there and he was like this is from Hold on. Would it be would it be insensitive to gay people if I did my impression of Border from Borderline Panels because he just sounds like a stereotypical gay guy? Do it. Uh oh. I don't want I don't want to do it and All get right, in trouble. I will be uh, watching you with my chin upturned. Yeah. So uh, so, so Border is like so we're so next we're gonna do um Junko and then he fucking pulls up the clip from the anime and she starts talking and I went out loud oh my god she sounds like that <laughs> <laughs> were you in the audience yes I was in the audience he knew us at that point but I was like oh my god yeah no it is terrible I know what you're talking about. That's actually, oh my gosh, I would watch that panel, like, so easily. Well, you know what? 
Um, I don't know what the next convention that we're going to go to that he's going to be at, but you should come with us. I will. Colossal Con next year. Next Colossal Con next year, but I won't be there. So, Hmm. um, I might go. We'll see. I'm I can't go because my sister's uh, wedding is during it. Oh, you should skip that. Uh, Dude, let me tell (laughs) you. Because borderline panel's gonna be I, the, your sister. I, ha- I I have had I have had the five stages of grief. Like, can I just skip the wedding? Like, I live with her, but no, I, I you know I have to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, it's a really good panel. It's a lot of fun. I think you you'd probably like it. It's really cool. You're an English major, so you'd probably appreciate the like analysis of plot yeah, and stuff. I love literary analysis. Genuinely, yeah. that sounded really sarcastic, but I actually mean it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, I can't believe that's what the fucking character sounds like. I don't know how people can watch through Danganronpa with the English voices and not put a bullet in their head. <laughs> lots of lots of bullets being put in heads. Actually, really I, know. Well I don't know what's going on with me. I'm sorry. I keep threatening to shoot myself or others. <laughs> I swear this isn't normally how I am. Uh, yeah, there's I'm- something about about today that's just got you, huh? But anyways, let's talk about Danganronpa. Or I'm going to talk about Danganronpa. Yeah, you can ahead. shut the fuck up. Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, <laughs> um, Cringe! I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> no, 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 no! You can talk. You can talk. You can no, talk. I'm gonna go play Danganronpa V3 again. I'm gonna keep no, going. Talk, I'm gonna start a new save file, and I'm gonna dedicate another 40 hours of my life to it. Uh, no, no, no! I, I really want to hear about. It. I really want to hear about it. Go for it. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, now I'm not gonna talk about it because you want to hear about it. <laughs> Why don't you talk about why don't you talk about uh fucking for the king two again and the, the goblin sniper? <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm really no, no, I'm really listening, Sean. I'm really listening. I'm really excited to hear you talk about Danganronpa three. Go ahead, I swear. <laughs> I'm just being I'm just being uh, angry for fun now. But uh, I'll actually talk about Danganronpa V three now. Okay. Well, I'll start by talking about the Danganronpa. Cringe! <laughs> god! Oh my god! it's so evil (laughs) so anyways did you guys see the new silent hill i'm gonna go get water i'll be back in like 20 minutes i swear to god God, i'm done i swear to god i'm done I actually need to get some water. Okay, talk about something else. Go get some water. I'm gonna rant about the new. I'm about to talk about that's my favorite Green Day album. I'm about to talk about um <laughs> the. <laughs> I'm gonna talk about Silent Hill Ascension while you go get water. Okay, have fun. I didn't think it would be any harder to. I'm gonna go get water now. Okay. You see that? I I didn't think it'd be any harder to tell people that I'm a Silent Hill fan than it was after the PT disaster, Matt. Yeah, uh huh. Have you seen what's going on with Silent Hill Ascension? I have not. What is up with oh it? Oh my god. Oh my terrible? god. Is it horrible? Is it the worst thing ever? 
it's like it's like a fucking like Twitch live stream with like voting. What? Where you vote for the next thing to happen. But there's also what? like microtransactions in a battle pass for what? like stickers for like reactions what? you can show in the stream. No, and there were chat messages in the stream that you could see. That's not so. Real. People were just like posting. Like people would make like an account for it called like Taylor Swift and just be like, "Hey guys, this is me, Taylor Swift. What's going on?" So you could see like Silent Hill shit going on, and then just a pop up would show and be like, "Hey guys, it's me, Taylor Swift. What's going on?" And then oh, there was a point in the stream where they removed the chat, and then they were they paused the live stream of the actual plot, and it was just the devs of it talking about why there were microtransactions and why the microtransactions were good. And I was watching, I was like, I can't believe. That's insane. I I can't like in good conscience, call myself a fucking fan of Silent Hill and defend this. That is unreal. The Silent Hill devs have already like, that's just destruction. Cancelled the, the best possibly the best game ever to come out for that franchise. Uh-huh. Like maybe the best horror game ever made. Yep. Because it was a fucking like was Guillermo a del game. Toro, Hideo Kojima, like Yoko Taro, I'm pretty sure was also part of it game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we have this like fucking slop. God, look at this! Look at this screenshot. Painful, dude. That is just painful. This is actually what it looks like. Oh. Sounds lame as shit, if you ask me. Oh, it, it 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 is. That's what's oh, funny is yeah, you don't know what I'm talking about. Shit, I just joined and said that. <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking about how embarrassing it is to call to, to be a Silent Hill fan right now. I didn't think it would be harder to be a Silent Hill fan than when they canceled Silent Hills back in fucking twenty. What, 16 that that happened? Yeah, something like that. We've been in an eight-year dark age, and I didn't think it would get worse, but it has. Uh, It's a 16-week playthrough of an interactive series. There's a new episode every day for 16 weeks, Matt. What? Every day? Apparently. That's insane. Is this the thing that hasn't come out yet? It's out! It's happening right now! And oh. it's a train wreck! Oh. It's a fucking train wreck. Everyone's making fun of it. They had to disable the in-game, like, the in-game chat. It was just because people, people were just saying, this is a scam, this is a scam, this is dog shit, this is a scam, this is a scam, this is dog shit. Insane to have an in-game chat in Silent Hill. It's, like, it, it's because it, it's an interactive series. It's not even a game. It was billed as a game, but it's just like an interactive series. Like fucking like, um, what was that Black Mirror? No, like not even Telltale. It's not even playable. You just watch it. Yep. Um, like, uh, like a Telltale, (laughs) like that one, like that one Black Black Mirror thing. thing. Yeah. Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch, but bad. Horrible. If you, if you go on it, it's literally just like people in the chat like memeing and like making fun of it and calling it a scam and then they like disable the chat and then the devs come on stream and are like hey guys not cool cut it out 
<laughs> but it's also really bad and filled with microtransactions. There's a there's a season pass that gives you stickers to react in the chat with. You're joking. This is real. It's real, That's son. Crazy. It's real. Oh my gosh. That's what a train wreck. I know. That's disappointing. I feel bad for Silent Hill fans. I've never like been a fan of this series myself. I'm not a big horror guy, but I've watched a lot of video essays on it, and it sounds like it's an incredible thing. Silent Hill Two is such a good game. This is a sticker in 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 it. This is real. <laughs> if you want to see the sticker, look up the stickers. I guess it, it's, it's trauma. trauma. They made a sticker that's just the bread from Silent Hill Three. It's just a loaf of bread. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh! Audience, one of them is a loaf of bread. The other one is a is a big text that says it's trauma. It's and trauma. It's All right, trauma. talk about fucking Danganronpa. I have to shit. I'm about to shit myself. <laughs> Start right. talking. I will. Uh, all right. Cool. Um, yeah. All right. I'll talk about Danganronpa. Now. Wouldn't it be really um, funny if I took my headset off, put it back on, and started screaming cringe again? <laughs> Who wouldn't? Right, it would I'm not shutting be you boys down. Right. No more I'll cringe. Be back. I got for real. I'll be back. <laughs> no more cringe. All right. Uh, yeah. What was I? Where was I? I guess I hadn't really even started. How? Yeah, please. Um, so describe what Danganronpa is for the uninitiated. I know what it is because I watched the yes. YouTube playthrough of it, but go ahead. I do want to describe what it is for the uninitiated. So Danganronpa is a visual novel series. Um, the essential, it's just a visual novel series. It's really all about the story. The essential plot beats, uh, the plot of everyone is that like an amount of students, like an amount of high school students, usually 16, I think. I don't know if that's exactly correct. 16 it's students from high them. school have been taken. Uh, what'd you say? It's a number of, it's a significant number of high school students. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I'm like pretty sure it's 16, honestly, but, uh, it these students be. are taken. These students are all the best at what they do. They're called ultimates. So they're the ultimate this. Like, for example, you'll have, like, the ultimate gamer or the ultimate, uh, like, hall monitor or the ultimate weeaboo or the ultimate fashion model. Uh, like, wow, these are really bad examples. Or you'll have, like, the ultimate, ultimate fa- uh, like tennis player. Ultimate investigator. Uh, or the ultimate cosplayer or the ultimate motorcycle person. Mm-hmm. Whatever you call them. Yep. Biker. Biker, yep. Ultimate delinquent, um, shit like that. Yeah, they all have very distinct uh, designs and personalities because of this. That's very based on like their uh, their like ultimate talent, which I think is really cool. And it, it usually plays a pretty big part. I honestly think that was a really good way to get like a really interesting cast of characters together that are all like really wacky, but also uh, you know have like a lot of interesting stuff going for them. But essentially, you take all these characters, uh, they all get kidnapped. Their memories are wiped. Uh, this is this applies to all three of the games, by the way. This is pretty much the plot for all three of them. These characters, they all have their bra- their memory wiped, and they're put into a killing game. Where the idea is, they're all trapped in a setting of some sort. First one's a high school, second one's a beach, third one is uh, complicated, and you ha- they have to uh, kill each other to get out. So essentially, the idea is, if you're in this, you have to kill one other person. And then once you kill them, uh, everybody else has to investigate the murder and try to figure out who did it of everyone there. Um, And you want to try and make it so that people can't tell you're the one who did the murder. Uh, So everybody does the investigation. And then once the investigation is considered complete, you go to a class trial. And this is where the game really heats up. So you have like all of this evidence from the, uh, the investigation, right? You go to the class trial Everybody is put like in a in a circle surrounding each other, 
Um, and you all have to, you all argue back and forth about what happened. Uh, and you continue to like accuse people over and over and over again, with the blame shifting over and over until you <clears throat> finally put all the pieces together and figure out who it is. And you use a few different, um, excuse me, you use a few different mini games and stuff throughout the experience to do this as well, to break up the monotony. But the main, uh, way you play the game is essentially like statements will fly across the screen as people are speaking. Um, and you can refute some of them using your pieces of evidence. It's a lot like Ace Attorney in that way, but it's way more action based as the, uh, the thoughts it's a really, really high intensity screen. version of Ace Attorney, basically. Very yeah. That's a very good way to describe it. Yeah. And also I, I wouldn't, I would say even a little bit more high stakes in a way, because it's like, if you, Oh, well, for the obvious reason, if you fail to identify the killer, uh, in the class trial, then everybody uh, dies except for the killer, and the killer goes free. Yes. So that's why you would want to kill that, someone. That's why the killing is, is part of it. Also, I don't think, correct me if I'm wrong, the first game I don't think has the memory thing. Because I'm pretty sure several characters' motivations are specifically like their families outside of the game. So, I... You are wrong, <laughs> but uh, I. But you are also correct that some of them have motivations involving their families. Um, I'll tell you after the podcast why that is, but I can't say it now. Why you're both wrong and right because it's a spoiler. But they do have their memories wiped at the beginning. Okay, all right, never mind. Then. Um, I'll leave it at that for now. But uh, yeah, you're not completely wrong. Um, but they always have their memories wiped. I, I can definitely say that. Okay. Um, but yeah. So, but if the killer is found out, which you have to do to progress the game, obviously, they get executed. And the executions are probably the most famous part of Danganronpa. If you're ever, if you're interested in seeing some pretty cool, uh, what I think are some pretty neat animations, look up Danganronpa executions and watch some videos online. Um, they're very, very, very gruesome. They really, the whole point of them is to like take death and just spit in its face um and honestly i think they're great i think they're really well animated i love the style of like almost cardboard cutouts uh of these characters in a way it's it's pretty neat i think yeah they get really um, wild with the animations i remember they do they do get really wild and uh, i will say the deaths get like more and more ridiculous as the series goes on i think the first game honestly had the best ones um i like the uh the third one, which I, I can't name what character it is because that's a huge spoiler. But of course, if you want to play the games, you should play them. Don't look up the executions first because that's obviously like the whole point is figuring out who did it. And the surprise is always like the best part of every trial. So don't spoil it for yourself if you can avoid it. Uh, honestly, I think this game, I don't say this a lot about a lot of games or pieces of media in general. Because per personally, I, uh, I've been able to enjoy a lot of series without like even after being spoiled. Danganronpa is not one of those series. You do not want to be spoiled for Danganronpa. You want to go in there as like uh, knowing as little as possible. Because the twists, they got me every single time. There was never a time I played this game and I actually predicted who the killer was while investigating. Interesting. And I played like I played V2 and V3 and I never figured it out. And every single time it was a surprise. It was cool. Actually, I guess there was one in V3 where they kind of predicted, but I predicted, but I didn't want to believe it because it was one of my favorite characters. Um but anyways, yeah, pretty neat. And V3, uh, I, I loved V3 from beginning almost until the ending. I thought it was really, really good. All the investigations were really interesting. Uh, the monocubs can uh, can go uh, jump off a bridge. They are super annoying, and everybody hates them for a good reason. Um, yeah, they're just they're just but, little uh, shitters. They are little shitters. But I like to cast the characters besides them. Um, I honestly think all the other characters are pretty great. 
Uh, but they're they're a lot more ridiculous than the characters before. Like they have the ultimate robot now, for example, um, and like the ultimate uh, oh, what do you call a, a etymolo- etymologist? But he's just like this super buff guy who was raised by wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally love the cast because they're so ridiculous. But that might be something that deters you, and I could understand that. If that's the case, you might want to try V uh, two. Because I or not V two, it's just two. I apologize. You might want to try uh, just Danganronpa two because it is it is really good. Um, that that's also I don't know. I think I might like Danganronpa two more. I'm not sure. I really enjoyed both of these, but I will say V three has a lot of problems. It has more problems than the entire series because it was just made to like. It just has a lot of really dumb stuff going on, and the ending. I won't lie. So like I get why the ending is the way it is. And even like I get what the message is. I think it's a good message to be honest, and I agree with it. But it just ruined everything for me, to be honest. Like I played it, and like once I once a big twist of the whole game was revealed, I just didn't care anymore. Like I was literally just trying to get through it because I wanted to say I was done with it, but I didn't care anymore. Like it took some a, a series I cared about a lot and turned it into something I like. Uh, not a series I cared about a lot. It took a game and a lot of characters I really cared about and it turned them into something completely meaningless and like devoid of any oh. emotion for me. Are we being haters? What are we hating? I'm hating Danganronpa V3. The ending Oh, sick. Fuck yeah. I love... Yeah, fuck Danganronpa. It's cringe. No, I actually really <laughs> like Danganronpa V3. I just think the ending kind of ruins it. But uh, fuck yeah, that's the ending of Danganronpa 3. It's cringe. Yeah, uh, not three. V three. V three. Those are different things. Danganronpa three is, uh, is an anime. So uh, Danganronpa uh, has a, the first. The Danganronpa series is Danganronpa one, Danganronpa two, and then Danganronpa three, which is which are two anime series that aired side by side, showing different uh, events happening. Uh, ra- connected uh, to I, each other, and they suck ass. I'm <laughs> raising my hand. I forgot to. I forgot that you couldn't see me. I was raising my hand. Um, oh, go ahead. What? What? Uh, so, Rampa V three is not the third game. It is the third game, Dungeon but it's Rampa not the third Danganronpa. Yes, the third dang- part of the. Okay, so that's the so third, stupid. It. I actually completely agree with you there. It is really stupid, but um. The first kind of arc of Danganronpa is Danganronpa One, the game. Danganronpa Two, the game, and Danganronpa Three, which is an anime. Which is a it's a really bad anime that kind of uh, honestly ruins the whole series for a lot of people. It's not well made, uh, and the story is really contrived and dumb. But uh, and then Danganronpa V Three, Danganronpa One, Two, and Three all follow like this storyline of Hope's Peak Academy and stuff. And then Danganronpa V3 ventures completely away from that. It relates in some ways, but like it's mostly its own thing, I would say. I don't want to say more than that because it, it, like, if I do, it kind of spoils things in the game. But uh, I don't know. Don't go into Danganronpa V3 expecting a like a, a better conclusion uh, to the story or anything because that's not what you're going to get. It's too <clears throat> separated from it for that. Oh, uh-huh. I respect that. Yeah, but I still highly recommend V3. I think uh, Danganronpa 2 uh, is also really good and maybe is better. I don't know. I feel like I enjoyed them both about the same. Um, I think I like the characters of Danganronpa 2 I more, think, which is the most important part. I uh, think Sergio likes the second one the most because Sergio is a big Danganronpa guy. Really? I didn't know. Or at that. least he used to be. I don't I don't think he's like cared for a while, but well, they I know really he's played them. In a while, That's so. fair. Yeah. I think they're done with Danganronpa. It really sounds. Yeah, like. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that he played it like in high school. Yeah, that's fair. So it's been like also, five I played years. I Danganronpa two in high school too. But uh, yeah, 
final final <clears throat> assessment. I like Danganronpa <clears throat> V3 a lot. The ending kind of just ruined it for me, though, which I That's really fair. hate to say, but it did. That's um, a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. But I still think it's well worth playing, and I still, I'm not going to lie, when I did play it, I was kind of hyper-fixated on it. Like, I was playing it every second of the day that I had the time to. I wanted to beat it so badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really enjoyed it until that ending. Sweet. Can I pivot? No. I'm going to talk Too about Dragon Robo V3 for the next 30 minutes, and then we're going <laughs> to end the podcast. Um. So, did I talk about Dungeon Meshi on the last so. episode? I did but talk about it. If you did, us. I'm fine with hearing it again. So this manga that I read, it's getting an anime in January. So I will say, um, just based entirely on the manga and the fact that the trailer for the anime is really well animated, this is going to be like the next big thing in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, a, is it a shonen? It's... No. Jump, but... I don't think it's even in Shonen Jump, to is be it, honest. Oh, is it one of the other uh, magazines? I think it's in the same magazine that did Full Metal Alchemist. It is a Shonen, I guess. It's more of a okay. Seinen than a Shonen, but it's not really, like, adult, so I wouldn't really... I don't know. It's it's it's, for, it's by Yen Press. Oh, I love yeah, Yen definitely Press. Not oh, well, tell us about Jump. it. Yeah, it's definitely not. It is... Yeah. It's Yeah, Studio Trigger is animating... Studios is animating the anime. If, if that tells you anything. You know how you know how Studio Trigger is really good at animating food? You know how that's the meme? Like, Studio Trigger food and Studio Ghibli food hit different? Mm-hmm. Mm. So this is an anime slash manga. It is a fantasy manga. It's based on, like, Western fantasy. Like you know, like dungeon and dragon esque exploration kind of thing where it's a party that goes down into a dungeon um, who gets defeated by a red dragon and they, they make it out. Um, but the main character's sister does not. And so the whole thing is, is about them trying to get back to the red dragon in the dungeon to save his sister before she gets eaten by the, uh, or I think she, she gets eaten by the dragon. Um, and they want to resurrect her with a resurrection spell. Mm -hmm. Um, however, because they failed their job that they were going down into the dungeon for, they're out of money and they have no supplies other than their, their weapon. They have no food, no water, so on and so forth. Okay. So the, the so then they decide the main character uh, Laos decides that he is going to cook the monsters in the dungeon and they're going to survive in the dungeon based on that. Oh. So not only is it like a Western fantasy inspired like fantasy manga, but it's also a cooking anime. Where all of the recipes they make are based on like the monsters they fight in that episode or that chapter. Mm-hmm. What is it called in English? Because I think I actually almost it's read this called one, Delicious in Dungeon. It, it's yeah. very. It was. It started in 2014. Oh so my gosh, you, yeah, I almost read this as a kid. It's really good. It's it just good. ended. Actually, the manga just ended. It, they had there was a month break because uh, this is real allegedly i don't know how real 
but this is what everyone was saying was real and translated from a Japanese interview, but take it with a grain of salt just in case. It's not true. But the final chapter got delayed by a month because Baldur's Gate 3 came out and the manga girl was too busy playing Baldur's Gate 3. And she didn't want to write the last chapter because she was playing Baldur's Gate 3. Oh my gosh, that's based. Me as a mangaka. But it's so good. It's so funny. But it also has just really good character writing. Like the whole party is like a bunch of different like fantasy races so the main character is a human and then there's um like a half elf that tra- travels with him and then uh there's a like a halfling rogue and then they meet in the dungeon a uh, a dwarf warrior and but he's like a chef more than he's a warrior he turned his shield into a uh, into like a hot pot like a skillet kind of like um like a wok. That's what I'm looking. That's the word I'm looking for. A wok. He turned a shield, like his like stain, like cast iron shield, into a wok. And that's how they cook all the food in his wok. Hmm. That's cool. That's cool. I, I like, like that. Concept a lot. Um, I want to say something so really funny related to a manga author taking an anomalous break for no reason. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a romance manga called Fly Me to the Moon that took Fly a week. That took a week-long break because of something that happened in Jujutsu Kaisen recently, and the author, I did hear about that. And the author was like, "I was so fucked up after reading that chapter. I couldn't even draw anything. I was just so." Distraught. I did hear about that. I don't want to spoil <laughs> what happened so in case funny. Sean cares or anyone listening cares about Jujutsu Kaisen spoilers, but. Yeah. Something so traumatic in a recent chapter happened that the fucking, uh, that the, like, a a couple of people in, like, the industry were like, I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do this. That's too much. I can't handle it. Wow. Gosh. Hats off to the Jujutsu Kaisen uh, people. That's impressive. You say say people, like, it's not just, like, one author and a bunch of assistants. I guess assistants. It's gotten uh, better. Yeah, I guess, I guess team works. You say people like it's not multiple, uh, like it's not one author and a bunch of people working for him. It, it, yeah, it's, I it's guess. It's a lot recently in Jump. Like even just 10 years ago, there were not very many support assets. Like there were maybe mm-hmm. one or two assistants per author. Yeah. Now there's like five. Whole teams. Yeah. It's really taking a page out of American comic books where there's just a fuck ton of people working on a single comic at any one time for a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. I honestly think that's a lot better than having just one person working oh, on Oh, for it. sure. I do, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's weird. Especially because it's, it's a really good way for people to, like, get into the industry without, like, having a failed manga. Yes. Yeah, like, they exactly. can... Like, a lot of the people who've come out and made, like, pretty successful manga in Jump recently are all, like former assistants for mangakas like um tatsuki fujimoto and like aichiro oda's assistants like getting their own stuff oh yeah his his oda's assistants have gone on to do a lot of um good stuff i think i can't remember all of them but i know that they tend to do pretty well for the most part that's cool. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Um, Fuji. I'm pretty sure Tatsuya Endo was an assistant for Fujimoto, who did Spy Family. Yes, he was. And Don. Oh. And Don. The author of Don to Don was a um. Was, was a, an assistant for Fujimoto. Mm-hmm. Um. You can tell that because there's, there's another... just a fucking chainsaw man in Don to Don for just a whole double spread of basically. There's also. Man. There's also a. There's also a Chainsaw Man in uh, in My Hero Academia. 
Oh, I was removed so. from the anime because yes. rights. Yes. Um, also, Yuji Kaku, who did Hell's Paradise. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard Hell's Paradise is pretty good, but yeah. Well, what was the original topic? Um, delicious in dungeon, dungeon mashy. Yeah, I'm honestly. I'll, yeah, it's honestly, real. It's only. It's only like a hundred chapters because it was like monthly. Mm-hmm. They're long chapters, um, I think, aren't they? Yeah, it's like as long as like the average chapter of like JoJoLian. Okay. Yeah, so they're like, just saying it in general, I guess. They're like double or triple length chapters compared to most jump manga, and um, mm-hmm. ten times the length of an Epo chapter. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck me. Fuck you. You haven't fuck. been reading it. Yeah, because the chapters are all four pages long. <laughs> the last three <laughs> chapters of Epo have a combined total of 20 pages. Is George having health problems? No, his boxer's trying to become the fucking champion of Japan. Did you. George oh. Morikawa, oh. the author of Epo, he owns a fucking boxing gym. I know. I didn't know. His, I didn't make sense. Yeah. Okay. He's the Hajime no to his boxer. Uh, Hajime no Ippo's mangaka is an actual like boxing gym owner and like really? second for boxing because he just really likes boxing. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And apparently, <laughs> according to Matt, that one of his boxers is trying to become the the. At least I think. I mean, they're man. always trying to do stuff, but they're. I think they're way more successful recently as a gym. And that's why he's mm-hmm. been busy. Yeah, his that's name cool. is jo- his name is Joji Morikawa or George Morikawa. Yeah. Fun fact, the, the name Joji is just George. The, it's like no cap, it's just George. Another fun fact, George Morikawa, I think his assistant was the... Oh, uh, fuck, I'm forgetting his name. Makes me a terrible fan. <clears throat> he does. Um, Mira was one of his assistants on Hajime yes. Nipa. Yes. Who went on to make Berserk. Mm-hmm. When, uh, when Kentaro Mira died... Which was what three years ago at this point? Yeah, at least um, maybe five. George Morikawa made like a public statement about it. It was like I remember when I was working on whatever I was working on before Ipo, um, with Kentaro Mira. Um, <clears throat> Kentaro Mira was telling me about this idea for a manga he had, um, that t- ended up becoming Berserk. And I remember seeing him like draw something for it, and I was like, "Oh, let me see it." And then he showed it to uh, showed it to. Morikawa and Morikawa was just like you need to go make your own manga like get the fuck out of my office and go go, pitch that to, go somebody, to these guys god. tell them to make him to help you make please manga. god it's that's so good and then it became berserk and you know if you know anything about berserk it's pretty successful they're pretty it's pretty awesome. good I would argue. I would argue that like Sans One Piece and like Dragon Ball berserk is probably the most like influential manga of all time yeah i i have to agree and i would argue maybe more than one piece Mm -hmm. i would say one piece is not as influential like one piece is huge and massive but i don't see things taking inspiration out of one piece so much as i do see them being you know excited by one piece you know like there's one piece references Mm -hmm. sometimes but like Dragon Ball set the fucking cookie cutter of war. Dragon Ball invented shonen pretty much. It basically and invented shonen. You can't Berserk in, Berserk invented um silver-haired anime twinks and stoic <laughs> anime twinks with big swords. And also really cute um 
tomboys that the main character yeah, beautiful is women who with. make me fall to my knees also um, dark souls just all of dark souls is yeah dark is souls invisible. every single dark souls game has guts of sword in it and elden ring yep really yep yeah i don't know if you can uh, Blood find, does, um, but it griffith's probably helmet. does you can find griffith's helmet in elden ring too in you know in Elden Ring, it's not it's not you find Griffith's helmet. In Elden Ring, one of the starting oh, classes yeah. prisoner is just Griffith's design from when he was a prisoner in the Golden Age. Yep, that's oh right. Gosh, I forgot about so that. Fun. Yeah, no guts. The image of per Wikipedia, the image of guts's. Hold on, I just lost my point. The image of guts and his massive sword is attributed to inspiring the characters of Cloud Strife, of Final Fantasy VII, and Sephiroth, as well as Dante and Virgil from Devil May Cry. Yep. As well as the inspiring the monsters and world of the Dark Souls franchise, um, Dragon's Dogma also has a lot of Berserk inspiration. Yeah, no, Devil May Cry Five's tone and style is inspired by Berserk. Blue Exorcist, uh, in Blue Exorcist's author Kaz- Kazue Kato, as well as Dorama's author Ryogo Narita, Narita, what? have also um. Uh, listed cited berserk as an influence as well as black <laughs> butler's mangaka black clover's mangaka attack on titans mangaka okay i think i really need to read berserk <laughs> Yo- yoko taro cl- stated that the protagonist of dragon guard is inspired by guts um it's- any manga that has a guy with a big sword is probably at least a little bit influenced by berserk Yes, it's funny that it, Dora like, it's like the because it's invention. It. It's more like Ryagamine got out his big sword. Yeah, it sounds like the the Dorara's inspiration is more like the like the plot than the. I'm sure. like, the I can see that like, honestly. Like the tone. I can see that honestly. Um, I don't know about the tone, but I would. I honestly, I definitely. Uh, I, don't, I really want to watch Berserk or not watch Berserk. I really want to read. You should Berserk do both. Point. You should watch the nineteen. You should watch. Yeah, watch version. the Golden Age anime of Berserk, even though it's kind of censored because there's some things in Berserk that you literally would not be able to get on television, no matter what. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, I read it instead of watching it. But it's really yeah. I would highly recommend reading it. It's art style, especially it's art style later on. Like is legitimately some of the most mind-bogglingly insane drawings i've ever seen in my life yeah there, i love it when i see there it. are images in berserk that i look at and i literally can't comprehend how i'm looking at a 2d image that's crazy i've had a few moments like that while reading uh hunter x hunter i love that those moments are so important to me mm-hmm. I'll definitely read it at some point uh, it's uh, it's really on my list I, I would say the average writing quality of berserk is on on par with the writing of the chimera and arc of hunter hunter and i mm-hmm. have gone on record maybe not on the podcast but at least like with our friend group that i think that the chimera and arc may be one of the single best written pieces of manga i've ever written in my life would you say it's one of the best I've ever read of literature you've ever written uh so. oh yeah for sure i agree totally with that chimera and arc is amazing seriously one of my favorite things ever Oh, there's an even longer list of legacy on the Berserk Wikipedia page that isn't on the um, the Kentaro Mira page. So I have more things that claim inspiration from it, if you want. Um, Vinland Saga, Jujutsu Kaisen, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, I can definitely see the Vinland Saga. That one makes a lot of sense. Castlevania's yeah, animated series is very, very obviously heavily inspired by... Uh, yeah, I can see that. I feel By it. Um... Tide Kubo is influenced by 
um, big dude you know, Guts' his whole, yep. like, big dude with a one-handing a giant sword with Ichigo Kurosaki. Most Final Fantasy, considerably 7 and 14. Um, let's see. I what think else? that might be enough of that. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is very interesting. Yeah, you should read Berserk. It's, it's really, really, it's really been good. It's been compared to the level of influence to Blade Runner. Which, uh, if you know anything about Blade Runner, Blade Runner is one of the most influential films of all time because it invented the cyberpunk genre pretty much. That's really neat. Uh, Honestly, I'll definitely check it out. It's so good. But I will warn you, it's so depressing that you will need to take breaks. That's fine. I can handle that. I will will be taking breaks, but I can handle it. There are moments where you just need to breathe. I remember finishing the Golden Age arc and having to like usually when I, because it was at my last job when I worked night shift twelve hours a day, and I would just read manga my entire shift on the days that weren't busy because it was like an ER in the middle of nowhere. So there were some days where we'd only see like three people, um, which were very few and far between, mind you. But mm. I, there would be days where I would just be reading <clears throat> like manga all day, like for like eight hours, just read manga all night. But I remember reading, like, on a super not busy day, reading Berserk and finishing the Golden Age arc and being like, I have to read something else. Wow. <laughs> because that was the most, like, demoralizingly depressing thing I've ever read in my life. They call that the Golden Age arc. That's crazy. Well, well, it's because most of it is not depressing. It's not really depressing until the Golden Age ends at the end. Happy. That's why the ending, yeah. which is depressing as fuck, hits you so hard. Oh, so that's the end of the Golden Age. That makes sense. Yeah. That's interesting. I was just like I I was like I can't I can't continue into this because this is so fucking painful. It's it hurts so badly. Guts is one of the most like you feel more sympathy for Guts than probably unironically any other character in any other series I've ever read or watched. You really. just want to see the man get a fucking W. That's- Guts doesn't get a Guts doesn't get a like a a high note of any kind the entire manga pretty much except for the very beginning in the golden age arc and then the rest of his life is miserable (laughs) interspersed by moments of brevity and triumph Mm -hmm. and staying through everything he still continues on and tries to live his life to the fullest and it's incredible to give you an idea despite all the of an idea of what berserk really is at its core despite the amount of wild vile obscene evil throughout the entire manga i have heard a lot of people say at its core berserk is one of the most pure love mangas maybe oh for sure just about pure love and and the desire to be happy yeah it's so well, that's good. That's definitely on my list. And if it's you're so for this, good. It should be on yours too. It should. And so should Dungeon Meshi, the thing I was talking about originally. Yeah, agreed. And, uh, well, uh, what time is it? We still got a little bit left. I kind of want to talk about, uh, just to take us on the kind of a different train here. Something I less depressing. Talk about YouTube. Yeah. Um, maybe YouTube. Kind of how we can, uh, uh, round it out here. But I have a few, uh, people I've been really enjoying on YouTube recently. First one I got to talk about, one that I know uh, Mr. Gregory over here agrees with, uh, Simple Flips. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
I love Simple Flips so He's much. so fun. If you guys are not aware, Simple Flips is a, is a YouTuber slash Twitch streamer who uh, he started off doing Mario 64 speedruns. Really, really good at it. That's kind of where he made his uh, his fame, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what he's most well known for, I, I should uh, I should say. But um, can I can I tell you how I found Simple Flips? Sure, I'm curious. Do you know who you you know who Vine Sauce is? Of course. You do you know what Joel from Vine Sauce? Vaguely, I know. Jack, Vine Sauce is like a group, but is also like a guy. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, like there's like v- Vinny is Vine Sauce, but there's also like a greater Vine Sauce community of like other streamers, and Joel is one of them. And I fucking love Joel from Vine Sauce. He is so fucking funny. And he played. It was an, an old ROM hack that Simple Flips, Simple Flips made, like played that someone made for him on his stream where Mario was in a wheelchair. Do you remember this? <laughs> this sounds familiar. And Joel didn't know who Simple Flips was, and so every single sign in the game was text was replaced with shout out to Simple Flips. <laughs> <laughs> and so Joel is just playing like this Mario wheelchair game. Mario wheelchair game. Um, Super Wheelchair Mario sixty four. Oh, that's what it's called. Thank God. <laughs> I'll post a video in the in the group chat so you can see it. This you've probably seen this. I um, but every everything yeah, in the game is just is just shout out to Simple Flips and Joel's just like who the fuck is Simple Flips? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so and then funny. they became friends because of that. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Oh, uh, that's how I found Simple Flips, and I fucking love Simple Flips. He's so funny. He is. Oh my gosh, Simple Flips. Honestly, he is like one of my main inspirations for my sense of humor. Uh, if uh-huh. you guys have ever laughed at anything I've ever said, you should watch Simple Flips because you'd probably like mm-hmm. it. Um, he, I know I really a lot of the him. things that that you've mentioned to me are things that I also watch, and I think that's really funny. That is really funny. You and I have really similar tastes. That's true. Which is nice, honestly. But um, mm-hmm. you're like the only person I know who's also who also really likes Simple Flips. So that's actually really nice. I think that. <laughs> without getting too personal, right? Uh-huh. I think it's funny that we grew up relatively close to each other and have very yeah. similar like interests. Because I didn't know anybody growing up that had any of the same interests as me, like ROM hacking or like YouTube. Like nobody I grew up with, like in my grade, watched YouTube like at all. It was just me, pretty much. Yeah, honestly, it's crazy that I even met you too, and we mm-hmm. have all these similarities. It's such like a, a truly like one in a trillion chance, in my in my opinion. I think that's insane. I agree. And uh, uh, audience, I'm not gonna say that. That's really depressing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, audience, you will never meet true. anybody as similar as Sean and I. You will wow, never that was find what somebody. I was gonna say, but like worse. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be. I was gonna say chat or uh, audience. Chat. You're never gonna have a connection like that ever true. in your life. It'll never you, you know what? I'll I'll do the opposite. If you guys, if audience, if you ever have a connection as close to the connection of the people I met online, you, I I hope you do because it's great. I, I love Matt. I love and Sean too, and all man. my friends. <laughs> <laughs> big sl- big 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 wet sloppy kisses Sorry. for all my friends. I thought you said big slut. <laughs> like big wow. slut, big, big slut big Matt, big and big slut Sean for everybody. Yeah, that's beautiful. But yeah. But anyways, continue. Yeah. Um, no more sappy yeah. bullshit. I won't. Uh, I guess I'm. I'm not gonna break down his humor. I will yeah. say it's like 
it's very I, I wouldn't say it's like really random because i feel like that has a bad connotation to it it's kind of random but like in a really clever way it no um, it is it's it, always it, funny it's it it's it's random in the sense that like something happens like he gets like a donation that's like completely random bullshit and then he just like bounces off of it really well he does and like oh he just has like a lot of running jokes that i always find really funny especially mm-hmm. his ligma jokes so good mm-hmm. if you have any interest in checking him out which i really think you should i would really recommend his uh trouble in terrace town ttt videos because i think they're his funniest stuff and they also, also have vine recommend- sauce in it yeah, Vine Sauce is in a few of them. I would also really highly recommend his uh, Mario ROM hacking stuff, of course. Uh-huh. Um, and I would also, I think his race videos are really funny too. Mm-hmm. Croc Two, hilarious. Pac-Man, oh, I've uh, seen Pac-Man the Croc. I've seen the Croc Two race. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, I love the Croc Two race. That's one of my favorites. Did oh, you know Pac-Man. that Croc was supposed to be a Yoshi game, but Nintendo rejected the pitch? Yeah, I remember that. I just watched that today. <laughs> like, for the third time. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I, I, did know, I did know that. <laughs> <laughs> My voice did kind of sound like a, an old Isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, but no, like, uh, I also, I actually uh, forget everything I just said. You should watch his uh, his Super Mario 3D World with Idiots. Like uh-huh. he, he, that series, that series is the funniest thing I know. It's the closest it thing. So it's the closest thing to somebody having no friends will ever get to playing Super Mario 3D World with people. <clears throat> Damn. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now I feel a little sad. Yeah. Fuck uh, you, Sean. <laughs> I didn't mean that to be targeted at you, but fuck you, Sean. <laughs> wow. All right. We're we're back on this. Cool. Love that sappy moment. Right back into yeah. our uh, extremely uh, primal hatred for each other. But uh, yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> Joking. Of course. But yeah, Simple Flips, love Simple Flips. Um, check them out. Seriously, it's so worth it. You'll find it very funny. Um, but anyways, uh, two other people I wanted to talk about. I'll be a little shorter with these ones since I ended up uh-huh. talking about Simple Flips for longer than I expected. That's First fair. One, I'm going to look this up just to make sure I get the name right because I would hate to get the name wrong and then have you not be able to find them. Melon mm-hmm. Tree. This is correct. Melon Tree. Melon, Melon tree. as in the fruit. Uh, and trees in the tree? No. Tree as in as in the fucking the oh. food, the the dessert that you have called Mel- treat. Oh, melon treat. No, it's tree. It's actually as in the plant. I was trying to make a joke. T R E E was, but actually yes, T R E E. I was trying I, to make a joke about how dumb. I'm you seeing someone. I'm seeing someone like, named Melon Tea, but not Melon Tree. Melon Tree. It's like literally. It is Melon Tea. That's I'm crazy that. that you got that wrong. I can't. I thought it was Melon Tree my whole life. I've watched so many of their videos. <laughs> wow. Well, it's actually Melon Tea. I was wrong. Uh, melon T E E E three T three E's. Um, check them out. They're really good. They if you like One Piece, I really and you're like an author or you make creative stuff in general. I really you really need to check out their videos. They do some incredible character analysis of uh, different characters in One Piece mm-hmm. and also kind of the different arcs. I and see their... It like revealed some new depths to some of these characters. That I've never, I, I, uh, I never really the, realized. Um, I see the that he may or they. I don't know. I don't know pronoun. I won't. I won't assume because I'm Let's a good go noodle. They. they. Yeah. I see that they made a Cyberpunk Edge Runners video, and I am like in the middle of that right now. So mm-hmm. when I'm done, I'll watch that. You should. But honestly, like. I think all of their best stuff is like, oh, that's their most recent thing, yeah. I think um, 
but yeah, I've been like I've been slowly going through every single uh, One Piece video they have, and they're all really good and all like really in depth and revealed new things to me. Like I actually had a moment where I was listening to one of their videos and they mentioned something about a character, and I had to pause it and go like, "Holy shit!" Like this is something that is so important and so like well done, and it is actually a problem that I have a character in something I'm making that isn't doing that. Mm-hmm. It's like. Like, cause they, Oda just did this thing so well, but he did it so like, as subtly, and it made me realize like, wow, I need that in my story, and it actually changed like my writing in a really good way. Uh-huh. So I, I can't good. recommend them enough. They're also very entertaining, That's uh, good. and I, I find the editing to be really good too. Highly recommend. I just want to take and a then... moment to point out that One Piece looks like the most childish of the big three from back in the day. And yet it talk it it talks and tackles shit like intense abuse and slavery for like decades and generational cycles of abuse, and it's like holy shit. The, the yeah, I think it's funny. I feel like One Piece has a really big like bad reputation in America, specifically because of like the four kids mm-hmm. dub. Yeah, no, it's where mm-hmm. people are like, oh, it's goo goo, cringe, baby shit. Like even now, like people don't really in America give One Piece like a, even like a second glance, especially compared to like even like Naruto and Bleach fans. Like, I feel like growing up, I heard about One Piece the least of those of the big three compared to Bleach and Naruto, even though it's by and large way better than those mm-hmm. yeah like it's not even close yeah. that's all i have to say on that you yeah. can continue yeah. now oh no, I, I think sean was um gonna close it out here in a little bit i, I think i interrupted you sean what were you saying uh yeah okay well i'll just move on to the last person i have mm-hmm. i do totally agree though one piece looks really childish even if you just look at some of the pictures of it yeah but, uh it's not at all it does some really happy that's shit. almost like the most interesting part of the art style of one piece. Cause it's so like goofy and silly childish looking, but like, I agree. It's juxtaposed very heavily by it's like surprisingly deep plot analysis. And like, you see, Senor pink's character design. Deep. You see, Senor pink's character uh-huh. design. You're like, <laughs> and then you see his backstory. And you're like, <laughs> and you, cry and you shit and you piss yourself. Can <laughs> we talk about, um, or who's the last person you want to talk about? Yeah, okay. Uh, so the last person I wanted to talk about is named uh, Lily Simpson. I don't know. Simpson I, as in Lily the Simpsons. Simpson. Uh, you might have seen some of their videos. I I've, this, I've seen them recommended I've this name They make videos uh, about the the trans episodes of different uh, mm. of different TV shows and just covering how well they do trans representation. Um, and uh-huh. I like all of their videos are really really interesting. I think and they've like all kind of opened my eyes to how poorly like uh trans representation has been done in american and uh, otherwise mm-hmm. media in the past you know decades yeah um and i think like if you i mean it, it, i think uh if you're watching this podcast and i feel like there's probably a pretty high chance that you have respect for the members of the lgbt community if that's you, if, you i feel like <laughs> considering the our, our podcast hosts like in general like i feel like if you don't like i <laughs> We say we stop watching this. I don't know how to put it into words. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't support the LGBTQ community, we should should stop watching because we We have a lot of liberals on this podcast. Is all I'll say. (laughs) A lot of liberals. A lot of fucking liberals. (laughs) Fucking liberals on this podcast. But um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I think you should you you should check these out. They're really good. They're really insightful. Uh, really educational, but also really entertaining. Um, I've enjoyed every single one I've watched, and I'm kind of just going through all of them right now. 
yeah, very good, really good video. Episodes. I actually got that house video recommended to me. On, really? Like, I haven't seen it, but I, I it keeps popping up in my uh, my YouTube recommended because I really I watch a lot of YouTube shorts of house clips because I'm a fucking um. I'm a I'm a fucking dog eating kibble for fucking YouTube shorts. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh so good. The, the slop is so good. Oh, every the slop is so good. A, every time I start watching a YouTube short, I have to stop like as quickly as I can. I will literally, I yeah. If I don't stop myself, I will literally sit in bed for ninety minutes, just watch, just scrolling, like Ugh. a dog, like a dog eating fucking kibble. I'm like, oh, rah, 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 rah. oh it's so bad. good. Oh, show me another clip of the Big Bang Theory, even though I don't think it's funny and I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's those are my little YouTube yeah. recommendations. Two video essays. Do you watch uh, Do you watch Wendigoon? I uh, I dabble. Uh, I don't like his stuff as much as a lot of other people like his stuff. I really enough, I don't know. Like, I like his stuff. That's fair. I think it's really good. It just doesn't mm-hmm. grab me as much as a lot of uh, other creators I like more. I think he does like true crime stuff in a really like respectable way. And that's what I really like about Wendigoon is because a that, lot of yeah. a lot of true crime YouTube is super disrespectful. I agree with that. Whole like part. it's just all super opinionated. Like I think this person is the one who did it. And uh, here's their fucking house and address and Facebook and fucking <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's sad. It I feels really disrespectful. But Wendigoon actually comes into things like Dude, not what? being. Yeah, comes into things. Winky face comes into these topics like really respectfully and like unbiased and just talks about what happened. Like he does usually have sections where he talks about what he thinks happens but not in a way that's like definitive like this is definitely what happened and this is definitely the culprit like a lot of a lot of um the true crime youtube stuff did and also he does a lot of stuff on like args and like uh, horror series and as someone who doesn't like horror because i get anxiety the crying liberal emoji um I really like his analyses of horror stuff. I think he does really good. Agreed. I really enjoyed his uh, his video on the uh, the no longer human manga. Mm-hmm. You should watch. He just did. A, he just dropped a three and a half hour video on the Unabomber. <laughs> really, I might check that out. I don't it was really good. He did some crazy things. <laughs> it actually uh, it actually informed weirdly enough like this may sound like dumb but it actually informed my opinion on the unabomber a lot more than i thought it would huh. it's a it, it's a much more nuanced subject than the way it is uh like described on surface level or even if you kind of get into it mm-hmm. very interesting because like well, uh, he he like analyzes like he it's like an hour of him talking about just straight up like what the Unabomber did like the history of the Unabomber's bombings and attacks, and then like an hour and a half of him like analyzing the manifesto from like beginning to end and also his private journal, and getting really far into like, a lot of people read the manifesto of the Unabomber and like, are like oh this is so deep and so true, he's spitting facts. I don't agree with his uh, bombings, but like he has some good points. 
Um, but then you read his like private journal and in the private journal, he's like, I don't actually believe in any of this shit. I just need an ideology that'll convince people to do the things I want to happen. Wow. And it's really interesting. Like genuinely. And also just like the history of the Unabomber, like his childhood and his, like his upbringing and everything like really puts into perspective the Unabomber as a human, which I feel like, there's either people who like people either like turn him into like a like a social pariah or like uh or like a like social like not what would the opposite of a pariah be i, I think i like uh, a herald of a new age or um a her- yeah like a it's another a p pro- there's another p word a uh, prophet yeah like a prophet like a pariah or a prophet or uh I don't know. He's either a complete, unbelievable psychopath, mentally unhinged lunatic who has no concept of reality, mm-hmm. or he is somehow writing about a different age and a different path of mankind that we need to try and follow. But nah, he's mm-hmm. he's just. He, but he's, he's kind of he's he's both and neither in a weird way. He's a man mm-hmm. with disturbed mental profile he's just a yeah he's a deeply deeply flawed individual he just was detached Mm -hmm. enough to be self-aware of what was going on around him yeah it's very interesting i highly recommend the video yeah that's really cool also his video his video on the jfk assassination and the mlk assassination are genuinely like eye-opening like like not to be like conspiracy theory brained but like genuinely like you watch them and you're like huh Mm -hmm. some conspiracy theories have some weight i won't lie Mm -hmm. like think about it i mean do you really think they got cameras on the moon the term conspiracy (laughs) i think is what jake is about to mention something the term conspiracy theory is funny in itself that it exists yeah like um like the mlk assassination like is just true it just is he was literally assassinated like people say it's a conspiracy theory but that's just to like delegitimize the fact that like no they admitted to it like it's real (laughs) yeah i didn't know that was a conspiracy theory i thought that was just like a fact (laughs) it is but also it's a conspiracy theory because like the government treats it as one oh Mm -hmm. i see shame and like even the same with like the uh the like jfk to a lesser extent like there's a lot of evidence for jfk that's like like really suspicious but we will never they will never like declassify it so we don't know obama killed uh true obama killed mlk see i could say george bush killed mlk or not mlk jfk and that's all i'll say on the matter matter. and you could take it as a meme or you could not take it as a meme. That's okay. up to you. Uh, I'm going to share... So the, two ways the only thing I really know about the JFK assassination is what my dad has told me about um, uh-huh. some stuff he's read about, about it for mm-hmm. earlier parts of his life. And his theory... And this is a theory that I, I have found compelling evidence for in other parts. Um, uh-huh. The reason uh, JFK died is not because he was shot in the head by Lee Harvey Oswald. It's because he was shot in the head by a Secret Service member who was in the car behind him, who had his yeah, finger on the is, is that what Wendigoon talks about? Well, no, Wendigoon, that's one of the theories Wendigoon talks about, but the, the, the man with the black umbrella is pretty much like his main, like, this is definitely what happened. 
Interesting. Because the fo- the footage that has the man with the black umbrella on it disappearing and being like provable court documents that disappeared. And then they were like, oh, well, I guess we can't use it to prove anything. And then the court like just kind of not caring. Yeah. Is kind of like no, suspicious. Yeah, I've always like, oh man, the, the the CIA turned in these tapes and then they disappeared the next day. That's weird. That's we don't know what happened to them, and it's the only tapes that have evidence of whether or not some there were multiple shooters. Um, like without being disrespectful in the matter, all I'll say is that the person who is in charge of keeping um him safe got shortly after promoted to the head of the CIA. Oh. And yeah. his name is also George H.W. Bush. <laughs> oh. Wow, that's crazy. I might have to watch yeah. this video. <laughs> you should. Honestly, it's like actually like you watch it and you're like, huh. Because I was a person who was like, yeah, fucking JFK assassination meme, LOL, multiple shooters, whatever. But then you like look into it and it's hard to be like, haha, this is funny. After a while, because you're like, hmm, there were there was a lot of people that say they heard more than one gunshot, even though the government is convinced that there was only one gunshot. And the angle that the bullet went sure wouldn't fit the trajectory that Lee Harvey Oswald would have had on the shot. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's very um, it's very crazy. It's very kooky. And that's all I'll say on the matter. You said a lot about the thing I you did. said. You're not going to say a lot I about did. It. <laughs> but that's what I do best, is saying a lot. Because I don't shut the fuck up. You don't. And now it's time for you, too. Because I that's think true. this is the end of the podcast. Yeah, I think it's time for every... That's a weird thing to end on. It's John F. Kennedy's assassination. <laughs> I kind of want to... Honestly, on these episodes, I want to put like a list of all the topics we go through. Like, mostly mm-hmm. all the media we talk about, we end yeah. up talking about. Because it's actually a lot longer than like, what I, you expect just what yeah. we end with. And I on this one we're gonna put mix. I'm gonna have mixed spaghetti. Uh, I do and JFK's assassination. I, yeah. I do not think that the government assassinated JFK. This is ironic. I um, I think the government is really good and they've never done anything wrong and they should not um kill me in my sleep. Um, I, because I don't believe anything that I'm saying because the government has never done anything wrong. And that's yeah, I I also don't think the government has done anything wrong. But I'll be honest. Uh, Jake said some shit, so I don't no, know. no, 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 no! Don't get but, me killed. Uh, also, I'm really interested in joining this and in, in being in a high position in the CIA. So I don't yeah, know. true. I would also uh, like to. So if you ever, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm gonna finish what I'm about, about to say. What, Jake, what uh, if you want to know more about what Jake's what Jake has been saying behind closed doors? Just uh, just let me know, and maybe we can work out something something going on there. Yeah, Matt knows what I say. Matt knows what I say behind closed doors. <laughs> I also know what you say behind closed doors. You don't know everything I say behind closed doors. Well, I know more than you think. And you know who's telling me? The CIA. Matt. Oh! <laughs> Matt, is Matt is like... Matt is like the end of Jake's life. <laughs> Matt is like the CIA of our friend group in the sense that Matt's about to sh- shoot me with a bullet with an impossible trajectory. <laughs> oh my gosh, we're back to the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> It all circles back around, baby. It all circles back around. Watch the Wendigan video on JFK. It's yeah, very good. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe I'll go do yeah, that. And, um, you you know what? Episode. You know what? I know you said you want to end it here, but I think Matt should recommend a YouTuber before we leave. That's actually a good idea. Do that. Uh, Matt, who do you want? Who have you been watching recently? Shane and Ryan from 
originally BuzzFeed Unsolved, now on the Good own Mythical channel, Morning. Uh, no. Have you been watching that with Kai? I have. Has Kai told that you? That sounds like something Kai is really in. No, it just sounds like something Kai would be really into. Good Mythical <laughs> Morning or, or Shane and Ryan? No, Shane and Ryan. I, I thought Shane and Ryan were the Good Mythical Morning guys, and that's really funny. Um, <laughs> Shane and Ryan? They're sounds not. like the they're discount, like, uh, Good Mythical Morning. <laughs> yeah, Link and Rhett, Shane and Ryan, Ian and Anthony, Brandon they're all Link, the same. Yeah, but uh, they, they're ghost investigators. One of them, uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Bagara, he's really, really afraid of ghosts. He's very religious. He's very superstitious. He's like, demons are real, are sh- spirits are <laughs> real, and his best friend Shane Madey uh, doesn't fucking believe in shit. He's like, all of this is uh-huh. made up nonsense horse shit. It's all fake. Yeah, but <laughs> it's so funny watching them invest. You know, Matt, together. selling it like that, we should rip them off. We should. Where you're the super religious spiritual guy, and I'm the guy who doesn't give a fuck. And I'm the ghost. Yeah. Yeah, because and um, I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna Jake. have to make Wendigoon make a Sean assassination video after. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually the ghost, and I'm gonna Dude, kill. Dude, imagine if Sean Assassin gets assassinated. <laughs> That'd be fucked up. That'd be crazy. That'd be a crazy Wendigoon video. Wendigoon. I hope he does cover it when I get assassinated. I'm sure he will. I'm sure. Good morning, everybody, and today we're gonna be covering Sean Saxon's death and the mystery surrounding it. But before we get into it. Thank you for watching. That's my Wendigoon impression. Can I end it on that? Uh, wow. Wait. Oh my gosh. Is that a gun outside of my window and Jake holding it? Oh, bang, no. bang, bang.